Hello there, and welcome to another episode of the Salt Mines X-Wing podcast, a podcast dedicated to the backbone of the X-Wing community. That's right, people just like you, doing what they can to get better at the game. I'm your host, Sailor Joe, and we've got a lot to talk about this episode, so let's get right started with our first segment, List Building with Joe. And for the life of me, I don't know if I've uh, done a list like this or similar to it before, but uh, whether or not I have, let's go ahead and go into what I've got. I wanted to give the Republic some love, so let's start off with uh, Obi-Wan Kenobi in the Delta 7 Aether Sprite, and Obi-Wan's rocking Brilliant Evasion, the uh, C-110P Estromech, and calibrated laser targeting. With Obi, we've got Ala Secura. In the Ada 7, or Ada 2 Actus, sorry, with uh, Brilliant Evasion, Shattering Shot, Jamming Beam, R4P Astromech, and Shield Upgrade. Then we've got Rick O'Lee in the Naboo N1 Fighter with Daredevil, Fire Control System, R4P Astromech, and Advanced Proton Torpedoes. And rounding out the list, we've got Hound in the Lat with Plo Koon, Wolfpack, 7th Fleet Gunner, and Tactical Scrambler. And the idea is you've got uh, three ships that want to be in close um, that are going to pack a big punch either with 7th Fleet or that Advanced Proton Torpedo and get that extra defense dice from being up close. And uh, Hound is going to kind of help... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Help um, either make them punch harder repair damage cards if they've got it with Plocoon, and just be hard to kill um, with basically taking a Reinforce and a uh, uh, Disabled Weapons token every turn. So that's the list. Um, I think it has some potential. Um, we'll, We'll see. All right. Let's go ahead and go into the next segment. AMG Rules Forum. And the first question we've got is Hondo Action. OP, if a Hondo carrier measures range and only have an opponent ship in range, can the carrier elect not to choose a ship to coordinate jam after measuring? Answer, no. If there are eligible ships within range when choosing to use Hondo Anako crew, you cannot choose to fail the action. Next question. Tie Whisper Base Errata Cardboard Official Solution. OP. Hello. I heard already the official solution with the sticker PDF you are providing. Don't know if yet available. But my question is about official tournaments since judges can check damage decks, cards have to be originals, not copies, official dice, etc. So how is it possible that I have to trust somebody about how or she... He or she pasted the sticker over the cardboard. Is it straight, correct position? What about people who are talking about painting the arc? Or people who buy fan-made cardboard with correction? Will solutions like this be allowed for official prime tournaments? This is a very important thing to clarify in my honest opinion. Thank you. Answer. Tournament organizers have the final say on legality of components used at an event. 
If you encounter a component that you feel is improper or gives an opponent undue advantage, you should call a judge or event staff will make a determination. Next question, Death Rain Ionized. OP. Death Rain, Tie Punisher, is ionized at the start of the round. If he first drops a thermal detonator, can he perform after uh, an accelerate action, then he launches the second detonator, can he perform a barrel roll or only perform the focus action during the whole round? Answer. An ionized ship can cannot perform any action except the focus action. Next question. Hopeful discipline clarification. OP. Does the Imperial Talent Upgrade Discipline grant target locks to ship that do not have the target lock action on their action bar? Likewise, does the Rebel Talent Upgrade Hopeful do the same to Rebel ships that do not have the boost action on their action bar? Answer. Upgrade cards or abilities can instruct a ship to perform an action that not listed on their action bar, but do not add that action to their action bar. Next one, E-Wings, Bodhi, and Bodhi Rook, and Target Locks at Range 1. E-Wings cannot acquire locks at Range 1. Bodhi Rook's ability reads, friendly ships can acquire locks at objects at range 0 to 3 of any friendly ships. Does this mean that Bodhi Rook enables E-Wings to acquire lock at enemy ship on an enemy ship at range 1 if another friendly ship is within 0 to 3 of the same enemy ship? Answer, no. If a card ability uses the word cannot, that effect is absolute and cannot be overridden by other effects. All right, and that was the last question that we are going to read. And before we get into the main topic, let me just say that I'm absolutely loving the Discord chat and seeing the replies that I'm getting and uh, different lists that you all are are posting from List Building with Joe. Uh, Keep it up. I'm really, really enjoying it. All right, we've got a lot to talk about this episode. I'm going to try to make it all fit in uh, a normal episode time frame. But first off, let me just say there's a lot to be excited about. If you watch the AMG Mini Extravaganza, they dropped all kinds of new stuff that's coming out. I'm sure you've already listened to the other podcasts, so you already have an idea what it is. But just to recover uh, ship or uh, reprints for the Type Bomber, Alpha Class Starwing, and YT-2400. Extra packs for uh, Battle of Yavin, um, Coruscant, the Starkiller base mission, and one other. And then um, what I'm really excited about is faction starter packs, each coming with four ships and being a way to kind of get new players into the game. I think that uh, that's a just, of course it's a great idea, but it's a great way to get people, new players into the game and only in a specific faction. Um, I got to be honest, I've been thinking about if I'm going to continue playing every faction, um, I may boil my uh, collection down. We'll see. Um, but I, I really like the fact that there is going to be a great starting point for new players in X-Wing. And um, just the way that AMG is going about this, I really do think that there is reason to be excited about this game. If you didn't have it before, look at that podcast or that 
look at that stream. It's still up on uh, AMG's chip Twitch channel. It'll be up on their YouTube channel soon, I imagine. Uh, and look at that. And if it doesn't get your, your you excited for the game, then I, I don't know what can, honestly. And as we're wont to do uh, on this podcast, I wanted to go through the Malachor results from Gold Squadron's online tournament and look at the lists that could have made it, um, had variants or decisions gone another way, and just to kind of see what's out there and uh, get an idea, uh, so to speak, of uh, what other players are looking at. I know Gold Squadron talked about Malachor uh, providing some if difference um, than what they thought they'd see. And I think that just goes to show that the meta isn't settled. There's still a lot of room to determine what's going on. And I really think that's a good place for the game. So without further ado, let's go ahead and look at the lists that could have been. So we'll start off with uh, Jason Chung flying... CIS with General Grievous with Outmaneuver and Pervian Plating Solus 1. 1, 2, 3 Bombardment Drones with Proximity Mines, Independent Calculations, and Landing Struts. DFS 081 with Discord Missiles, Independent Calculations, and Grappling Struts. And two Separatist Drones with Discord Missiles, Grappling Struts, and Independent Calculations. I mean, Grievous with the Mini Swarm, it, uh, all acting at I-3, I, I, I can see why that one was good. Next, we've got Jorge Costanza, or, <laughs> sorry, Casadieta, flying Resistance with Telenaz with Expert Handling, Ion Cannon Turret, Proximity Mines, Targeting Computer and Engine Upgrade, Wilsa Tesla with Ion Cannon, L4ER5, Bomblet Generator, Targeting Computer, Engine Upgrade, Sasha Zaro with Tearflon Belly Rum, Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Bombs, Engine Upgrades, Targeting Computer, Lega Fosang, Teflon, Tearflon Belly Rum, Ion Cannon Turret, Electro Chaff Missiles, BP-8, Engine Upgrade, and Kai Thernali with Expert Handling, Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Bombs, Targeting Computer, Engine Upgrade, and Finn with Expert Handling, Heroic and Perceptive Co-Pilot. So we've got five Resistance Y-Wings, which are hard to kill, and then Finn in the pod, which is also hard to kill. Yeah, I get it. I'm getting a little bit of uh, uh, PTSD from the uh, <laughs> Resistance Y-List that I had to face at LVO. All right, next we've got Merc Argente flying the First Order. With Kylo Ren with Instinctive Aim, Malice, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, and Enhanced Jamming Suite. Commander Malarus with Fanatical Cluster Missiles. Gideon Hask with Proud Tradition, Fanatical, Hondo Anaka, Agent Terex. Ember with Proud Tradition and Pattern Analyzer. And Static with Proud Tradition and Ion Cannon. Next we've got Lucas Silzeki. Flying the Rebellion with Lando Calrissian, Perceptive Copilot, Nine Numb, Biston, Millennium Falcon Title, Jake Farrell with Marksmanship, Elusive, Concussion Missiles, and Vectored Cannons, 
Arian Kraken with fire control system, plasma torpedoes, Mag Vallaro with marksmanship, tactical officer, the child, contraband cybernetics, and pivot wing. Next, we've got Rob Petit flying the First Order as well with Grudge with elusive electro-chaff missiles, skilled bombardier, proximity mines, delayed fuses, Dread with electro-chaff missiles, skilled bombardier, proximity mines, Scorch with Predator, fanatical, advanced optics, Commander Malaris with fanatical and cluster missiles, and Kylo Ren with instinctive aim, brilliant evasion, Predator, Concussion Missiles, Advanced Optics, Munitions Failsafe, and Enhanced Jamming Sweep. Then we've got Ben Lorkin flying the Empire with Darth Vader with Malice, Juke, Jamming Beam, and Cluster Missiles, Wampa with Predator, Valen Rudar with Marksmanship, two ISB Jingoists with False Transponder Codes, and Iden Versio with Predator and Ion Cannon. Then we've got Michael Upton, also flying the Resistance with Jess Pava with the integrated S-foils, M9G8 Pattern Analyzer, Jarek Yeager with Proton Rockets, Kaz's Fireball, and Targeting Computer, Rose Tico with C-3PO and Marksmanship, Wilsa Teslo with Ion Cannon, Turret, Proton Bombs, Targeting Computer and Engine Upgrade, Sasha Zaro with Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Bombs, Targeting Computer and Engine Upgrade, and Kai Thernali with Ion Cannon Turret, Proton Bombs, Targeting Computer, and Engine Upgrade, and Expert Handling. Next, we've got a name you might have heard of, Octor Khan, flying the Rebellion with Wedge Antilles, Marksmanship, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils. Luke with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils. Colby Sperato with Notorious R4 Astromech, False Transponder Codes, and S-Foils, and Finn Rao with The Child and R4 Astromech. Then we've got Kevin LeFranc flying CIS with Precise Hunter with Ion Cannons, Grappling Struts, and Independent Calculations, DGS-286 with Kraken, General Grievous, Proximity Mines, and Stabilizers, Two Onderon Oppressors with Discord Missiles, Proton Bombs, and Stabilizers, and DIS-384 with Enduring Fire Control System, Concussion Missiles, Independent Calculations, and Intercept Boosters. Then we've got Ernie Harald, also flying CIS, flying Django Fett Notorious with Count Dooku, Proximity Mines, False Transponder Codes, Slave One, Skilled Bombardier, General Grievous with Outmaneuver, Impervian Plating, and Solus One, Cad Bane with Marg Sabal Closure, Ion Cannon, Heavy Laser Cannon, Electro Chaff Missiles, False Transponder Codes, and the Xanadu Blood, and DFS 081 with Energy Shell Charges, Independent Calculations, and Grappling Struts. Next, we've got our Arnie um, Canis, also flying CSS, CIS, my gosh, uh, Django Fett with Notorious Savage Opress, Proximity Mines, False Transponder Codes, Contraband Cybernetics, Slave One, Veteran Tail Gunner, General Grievous without Maneuver and Pervy and Plating Solus One, Cad Bane with Treacherous Ion Cannon, 
Heavy Laser Cannon, Xanadu Blood, Proximity Mines, and DFS-081 with Discord Missiles, Independent Calculations, and Grappling Struts. Then we have Jonas Ajubi flying the Empire. We see Rear Admiral Chernu with Ruthless, 7th Sister, Death Troopers, Tiber Saxon, Proximity Mines, Captain Oinken with Ruthless, Hondo Anako, The Child, Proximity Mines, Dauntless, and Major Rumiel with Ruthless, ISB Slicer, and Darth Vader. Man, that list looks familiar. All right, next we've got Tori Walden flying the Rebellion, Colby Sperato with Notorious, R4, Contraband Cybernetics, and S-Foils, Luke with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils, and Wedge with Trick Shot, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, S-Foils, and then Finn Rao with The Child and R4. Next was Marcel Monzano, Flying Bosk with Jamming Beam, Zam Wessel, The Child, Greedo, and False Transponder Codes. Morale Eval with Marksmanship, Jamming Beam, Gamut Key, Lando Calrissian, Gar Saxon, Overturned Modulators. And Lots Razi with Notorious, Jamming Beam, Jabba the Hutt, and False Transponder Codes. That's hilarious that he flew three YV666s. Okay. All right. Next, we've got Kevin O'Connell flying the Rebellion, Wedge Antilles with Markmanship, Elusive, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils, Luke Skywalker with Shattering Shot, Trick Shot, Proton Torpedoes, R3 Astromech, and S-Foils, Finn Rao, The Child with R4 Astromech, and Colby Sprato with Notorious, R4, Contraband Cybernetics, and S-Foils. Then we've got Scott Herrick flying... The Republic, we've got Goji with Dedicated, Ion Cannon Turret, Bomblet Generator, Seismic Charges, Delayed Fuses, R2-D2 with Ion Cannon Turret, Wolf Pack, Proton Bombs and Delayed Fuses, Tarkin with R4 Astromech, Delayed Fuses, Besh Tidal and Thermal Detonators, Hawk in the Z95 with Dedicated, Fire Control System, Synchronized Console, excuse me, and Ion Torpedoes, Click with Dedicated R4 Astromech, Delayed Fuses, Besh Tidal, and Proton Bombs, and Contrail with Dedicated R4 Astromech, Delayed Fuses, Besh Tidal, and Thermal Detonators. Then we've got Nobby flying the Resistance with Poe Dameron with Crackshot, R4, Ferrosphere Paint, Proton Torpedoes, Overdrive Thrusters, Integrated S-Foils, Black One, and Jamming Beam, Ray with Heightened Perception, Trickshot, Rose Tico, Admiral Hodo, Holdo, Ray's Millennium Falcon title, and ZZ Tolo with Magpulse Warheads, Ferrosphere Paint, and Shield Upgrade. Then we've got Andrew Block flying... Darth Vader with Malice, Juke, Heavy Laser Cannon, two ISB Jingoists with Deadman Switch, and Morna Key with Ruthless, Ion Cannon Torpedoes, Emperor Palpatine, Proton Bombs, Delayed Fuses, and Dauntless Tidal. Alright, next we've got Leonardo Lorenzo. Flying CIS, we have a Seer Swarm here, Captain Seer with T 
TA-175 and impervium plating, three separatist drones with Discord missiles and grappling struts, DFS-081 with energy shell charges, munitions failsafe, and grappling struts, a precise hunter with heavy laser cannon and grappling struts, and two hall char prototypes with energy shell charges and grappling struts. And then the last list we'll talk, we'll talk about is Matt Anderson, also flying CF, CIS with DFS-081 with concussion missiles, independent calculations, grappling struts, Cad Bane with ion cannon, heavy laser cannon, contraband cybernetic, Xanadu Blood with Hondo Anak, General Grievous with outmaneuver and pervian plating Solus One, and Django Fett with notorious jamming beam, Count Dooku, seismic charges, contraband cybernetics, false transponder codes, Slave One, and Boba Fett. So there we've had it. Those are the lists that could have been in uh, Malachor. I think that um, Gold Squadron was right on the money with this is a very different meta that uh, people were, or yeah, that people were participating in. And I think that's a good thing. Uh, we see some of um, some of Sorry, I got a question on the podcast as as I'm reading live. Um, I think we're we're seeing uh, some of the staples that we saw before. Uh, Rebel Alpha, uh, I don't think is going anywhere. You have to have an answer for it, but you also need to have an answer for CIS aces and uh, things like that. I'll go ahead and take a minute to. Uh, answer the question that we got in the chat. And um, that question is from Jason. And he it reads, Hound is really popular in Republic list lately, but I haven't tried it yet. Conceptually, how does it provide value? Well, I kind of talked about it a little bit in the beginning, but let me kind of re rehash it. And this is in the uh, list building with Joe feedback. And essentially what you've got is... You've got, um, well, he's got Wolfpack on him, so um, the first ship that defends can take that strain token to get a lock, and then Hound can immediately pull that lock or, or that strain token off. So they get this kind of free lock off of that. In addition, they've got Plo Koon, which is uh, going to allow these ships to repair face-up damage cards, as long as they're in that side arc. Um, or it can remove a deplete or a strain uh, at the start of the end phase. This is all really good things to have. And lastly, you've got 7th Fleet Gunner, which is uh, providing that damage boost, and he's pretty much going to do that every turn. Uh, if you're taking an action other than Reinforce, and then in the system phase, recovering that 7th Fleet Gunner Charge, you're probably flying Hound wrong. All right. So let's go ahead and go to the end of the podcast. Uh, if you've made it this far, thank you very much for listening. I really appreciate you making this far. Please consider leaving a review. However you consume this podcast, it really means a lot. Join our Discord and chat directly with me and other fans of this podcast. And um, 
As you know, I like to end every podcast with a question, and this week's question is, are you excited for the upcoming changes? This is Sailor Joe, signing off. You're not alone.